Welcome to We're Listening to Podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much, so much for your support, your continued support in downloading our 3PGC podcast. We're listening. So today is a bit of a different uh, episode because I, I wanted to start showcasing something which I've talked about in a previous episode. You've heard me on the re-release of Marina Galan talk about peace talks, right? While we are still working on a full-on release, I did want to give you a taste of um, what we're up to with that particular project so that we can garner as much support as possible as we try to spread this inside-out understanding throughout the world. So there's two things I'm going to play for you in this particular episode, and I would really, really, really love your feedback through the social media platforms that we post this on or, you know, via email. But first, I'm going to play for you the introduction, and that's you'll firstly hear after um, I start the episode, me and Marina go through what the actual peace talks are. And from there, you'll go directly into our first peace talk that we plan on releasing with none other than Dick and Badinger. Um, you'll hear Dick and talk through a series of questions, and I'm going to rattle those questions off so you kind of have the context. But the questions were things like, what does peace mean to you? Where do you find it? How do you access peace in challenging times? And why would peace be a good option for me in challenging times? It was things like that. And, and each person that we asked to participate sent back some of the most beautiful, beautiful demonstrations and expressions of peace and what it meant to them. And so we're going to share the very first one with you here to spread a peaceful solution to challenging times. Without further ado, again, thank you for your support and welcome to today's episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Peace Talks. I'm Rob Cook. Hello, everyone. My name is Marina Galan. And we are so thankful that you've joined us. What are the Peace Talks? It's pretty simple, pretty easy. Um, it's a collection of, of short videos from people who really, really know where the origin of peace comes from. And we found a great need for this, um, for those who are in harm's way, but particularly at the time, and I'll let Marina go more into it. It was those who were involved in a war. And so we really, really just kind of wanted to make some resources available to them to know even in that time, there was something that could be done about their situation. Yeah, earlier this year, um, when the war broke out in Ukraine, a lot of people started reaching out to us asking for specific resources that dealt with peace of mind and, and how to access it when they were facing such challenging and dire situations. And we realized that we didn't really have any that spoke specifically to this problem. Of course, we had a lot of webinars and interviews that would speak to it somehow, but we really saw the value of creating something that spoke specifically, directly to the heart of the nature of mental peace 
its relevance, its importance in difficult times. Because naturally, it seems, it seems, it seems counterintuitive to the difficult times, to the challenging moments. And so that is, that is how we, we started talking about the possibility of creating, of creating the peace talks. And here we are. <laughs> and from there, we had, a, we had a few discussions and, you know, it kind of started to come to form. And then we started the reach out um, to all of the, the spiritual teachers and leaders within our community that we thought would bring such great value to, to a topic like this. And we sent them a bunch of questions. Um, each one of them answers those questions in their own way, allowing everyone to pull something from it for themselves. Um, but we also wanted to do something also very particular in this was, we also wanted to do something very um, unique in this, and that was to keep the videos very short, um, allowing everyone who's listening the opportunity to take it, digest it in, and really turn around and put some application to it if they needed it. We didn't want it to be long and drawn out, given again, why we created the um, series in the first place of those who were physically in harm's way. And it was also important to us to have different voices being expressed because everyone's experience when we are immersed in difficult times is so personal and we never really know what is going to resonate with us, what is going to work for us. So bringing in different voices, different teachers from different backgrounds that can speak to the nature of mental peace from completely, completely different points of view was incredibly important to us. We really hope that you will find in these conversations, in these short interviews, something, a golden nugget of wisdom that will awaken something useful in you, something that will allow you to really find within yourself the possibility of mental peace, regardless of the circumstance you're going through. Thank you. So without further ado, welcome to the Peace Talk. I would like to share with you what peace means to me. Everything. That's been the prime motivator in my life to find peace, to be at peace to share peace, to help others find peace. I started my career teaching teenagers in high school, and I saw and discovered how many weren't at peace as I wasn't when I was growing up. And I wanted to find what I could share with them that would help them have more ease in their life, have more peace of mind, and not live in so much unhappiness and struggle. So it became the prime motivator for what I was interested in in my life. So I went to school and studied and studied and studied, got my doctorate, became a psychologist. But my primary motivation was to 
find out what I could myself about peace so that I could share it with others so that they could find peace too. I had experienced moments of being at peace, even though I had many moments when I wasn't, but I had experienced moments of peace. I think most people have. And we cherish those times, those moments. For me, when I'm at peace, when my mind is at peace, when my soul is at peace, when my heart is at peace, when my body is at peace. I feel uplifted. It's like being nourished by my soul, being nourished by my heart. And when I feel that peace, I have a much better sense about how to live my life and how to deal with difficult situations and adversity. This continues to be my motivation many, many, many years later. I'm 75 years old now and my whole career has been centered around peace. And so the question arises, where do you find it? Where do you, where, where does one find peace? Well, I've looked for it on the outside, trying to get people in situations to be a certain way so I could feel at peace, but it was so conditional. It was so difficult, so conditional to try and get the world to be different. So one thing I can tell you all these years later, peace is found, true peace, true peace is found deep within each person. We already have it. So it's always there. It's a beautiful space within us. It's our core. Some people call it the heart, not the physical heart, but our true heart. Some people call it the soul. This quiet space that's always there beyond our thinking. So that helped me enormously as I began to realize this, that how it's possible to access peace, especially during challenging times, especially during challenging times. It's certainly not by thinking. We can't think our way to peace. I've never, that's never worked for me. I don't see it working for other people. Thinking can create tension and stress and upset and we just keep thinking and thinking and thinking and, and, and we can't think our way to peace. It's not a matter of trying. Trying to be at peace is thinking that creates some degree of stress or tension.
so it's what I've what I've discovered it's more of an understanding that it's always there and therefore it's a relaxing into this space within it's a letting go it's a release it's a surrender something we're all familiar with actually when we get fully present you can't think and be fully present. So when we get fully present, there's some degree of letting go. It's not very deep, but it's some degree of letting go. We all at some point fall asleep when in order to fall asleep, it's essential that we let go of our thinking. And if we can't let go of our thinking, it's hard to fall asleep, isn't it? So it's, it's, it's a, it's a letting go similar to the letting go that we go to sleep but instead of going into sleep we drop into a quiet relaxed space peace of mind is freedom from the noise of our thinking that's why it's often equated with silence quiet quiet mind Peace is found in a quiet mind. Even in challenging situations. I've been in a war situation where I did not think I would live. I was, a, <laughs> if you believe it, I was on vacation and walked into a war zone by mistake and was surrounded by shooting and tanks and enormous danger. Even in that situation, I don't lose my heart, I don't lose my soul. I just can get caught up in enormous fearful thinking, but understanding that when I stand under my thinking, there is a freedom, a beauty, a, a quiet, a space. That when I touch that space, something powerful happens to any human being. They get renewed, enlivened, hopeful. Even in those circumstances, which is why I've spent time helping refugees and people caught up in, in the war in Ukraine and people in the surrounding areas affected by war, interested in sharing what I've learned so that people and those horrific circumstances can find peace because it's our birthright, it's our core. It's within, but most people don't understand it's always there and it's beyond our thinking. So there's no thought we can hold on to that will give us peace. It's the letting go of all thought. And when we 
are able to relax our minds, our bodies start to open up and relax more. There's a shift that happens when we get closer to that space of peace. Like I said, it's uplifting, it's freeing. So the question is, well, why would peace be a good option for us? when things are really, really horrible. Well, you know what they say, if people are in a life and death situation or in an emergency situation, they say in case of emergency, stay calm. And there's a reason for that. They never say in case of emergency, think yourself into a fearful frenzy. They say, stay calm. You're not avoiding or denying what's going on if you go in that direction. That's what I found. Why is that? Because when a human being's mind is calm and they're deeply present, they do better in difficult circumstance. Why is that? Because we are connected to a deeper intelligence, what people call wisdom. Everybody is. And when we touch that quiet space and the deeper feeling of that space, that peaceful feeling, there's also always along with that a deeper knowing. We become more intuitive, more responsive. We're better able to respond to the most difficult of circumstance. We're better able to be kind and compassionate to the people around us who are suffering. Sometimes our own family or friends, or sometimes even strangers that we have never met, but we can't help but to respond to them with compassion. Why is that? Because it's built into peace is built into that space. It's a gift. What a gift. So, peace is at core of every human being. No exceptions. That doesn't say people can't get lost and caught up in thinking and do horrible things. We know that's true. And sometimes that happens for us too. But it comes out of a misunderstanding. We haven't been taught that deep within, beyond our thinking, there is a beautiful space that's always there and that when we relax deeply, going deeper and deeper into that quiet, into that calm, into that peace, we are always uplifted, clarified, guided, directed, helped. It's a person's deepest nature. 
We can think our way to it. We can wake up to it, fall into it. It can only be found in the present moment and then relaxing more deeply into the present moment. I mean, there's always deeper. We fall deeply, deeply into that quiet presence. It doesn't mean we have to stop living. We can do this while we're surrounded by people. We can do this anywhere. It's available to us anywhere. Even adversity. So adversity becomes an opportunity for us either to get more and more caught up in personal thinking and fear or it becomes an opportunity to wake up to our true nature so that we can access a peace, so that we can find the love and compassion within us to be of service to the people around us, to help, to love, to bring kindness to other people. That's what's on offer. That's why I answered the, the first question, what does peace mean to you? I, everything. Everything. It's our true core, our true nature, and what allows us to be loving, compassionate people in service to other people. Well, those are just some of my thoughts. Thank you so much, and I wish you all deep peace. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner, or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, Send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.